welcome to Cheers to Home Ownership. My name is Amy Trim. I'm a loan officer here in Washington State. And I'm Kathleen Facey. I'm a real estate agent here in Washington State as well. And so Kathleen and I, well, we've been around for a while in this industry. <laughs> been around the block. So we um, actually teach home buyer classes together now for nine years. And we've been teaching them before that separately. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been lending this month has is now my 27th birthday. Should I say that? 27th birthday and when you lending. I know when you said that in the class the other day, I went, wow. Isn't that funny? I yeah. sound I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna keep going. Yeah. And <laughs> so how long have you been playing in this industry? Yeah. So uh 10 years now as a real estate agent, and then before that, 15 years as a loan officer. So we have a lot of experience and Mm -hmm. and examples. And today's topic, you know, we're going to get into, but, you know, we we cover in this podcast so much. All things. Yes. It isn't just about buying. It's also about selling, refinancing, anything that touches on homeownership. But we also talk about being homeowners and what we should know and maybe who can be a good resource um, for us is just owning a home. And so today's episode, though, is about the decision. Should you buy now or wait until later? Yeah, I think it's a great topic just because we're in this right now. This is the question that I'm hearing as a real estate agent a lot. And I know yes. you're hearing it as a loan officer, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. And so many people in our classes are like, I'm getting the information now, but I'm waiting for interest rates to come down before we buy. That's the big thing. Yep. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. waiting. Yes. And then I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, my biggest uh, answer to that when someone does ask me, not only is it, when is the right time, but their comment to me is, you know what, I'm just going to wait, save some more money and just wait for the interest rates to drop and the prices to drop. Well, one thing that I always relate to them is it's really important to look at this and the history of even just in just the last five years. Okay. okay. Let's look back the last five years. What's been happening? Rates were really low. When they were low, what was going on? there was more competition for a buyer. It was because rates were so low. So there were so many more buyers out there. And when there's more buyers because of rates, you're going to compete. So as a buyer, now you're paying more for the home because you're competing for price. You're wanting to get your offer accepted. So you're sometimes offering 10 to 50 to, oh my gosh, 75, 100,000, depending on where in Washington state, we've seen some Crazy, crazy, craver, crazy overprices. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. We not only saw that with offers for price point, but you also then, as a buyer, because you're competing, you start waiving all of your conditions, all of your protections, waiving inspections, because if you didn't, somebody else with a higher offer or just a better or an offer with a waived inspection that was an easier deal for the seller, they would beat you, right? There was, again, also so many other things. You weren't going to get closing costs covered. Nope. You were going to pay more. And 
and again, lose all your protections. Now, when rates have increased, this is what's happening. Buyers now, it's still a seller's market, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's because there's really not much out there right now. In Washington State, we have low inventory, Which means not enough houses on the market for sale compared to the number of buyers. Right. So uh, because there's lower inventory, that does create a little bit of stress for buyers. But even with that happening, buyers buyers are getting to offer at list price. So they're not having to over offer. And that's because rates are higher and people are wanting to wait. So, so they have less competition. Less competition. Okay. So you could buy a home for list price for what the value is worth versus offering 30, 50 or more thousands of dollars over list price. Okay. And then if it didn't appraise, guess who was paying that difference? The buyer was. Right. Right. And you can't undo that. You Once you buy, that. that's the for amount that, price. that you're in it for. Now that's what you owe. Now, think of this, though. You've got a high interest rate, but you get to offer at value. Then you're not overextended on what the home's worth and paying off that extra amount, but you get to refinance when rates lower. You're paying more, just like Amy just said. You're stuck now. You're going to pay that thirty, fifty, seventy-five thousand more. You're going to have to pay that off. But if you buy with a higher rate, you're not stuck in that mortgage. You know, one thing somebody was saying to me the other day, date the rate, marry the purchase. Marry the home. Marry the home. Yes. And so that's the lifetime commitment Commitment yes. is the price point. Because again, you can't change that. Nope. And so are buyers seeing themselves having to waive those protections now? Yeah. So you're now not competing like you would be because some people think they're going to wait and they're thinking a rainy day is going to come someday again and rates are going to drop, which it will happen. Okay. But when that happens again, they're going to have to compete. They're going to lose everything right now. I'm seeing clients, buyers that are getting their closing costs covered (gasps) because a home's not selling in the first weekend. There's not multiple offers. Okay. So closing costs are getting covered. They're getting to offer at at the list price versus above list price. They're getting to offer with inspections. Oh, so You're valuable. not losing your the most important protection, which is inspection. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's just, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, if we looked at the math, mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of hard because you don't have your mortgage calculator out, <laughs> but there is such a difference. So if you're thinking a rate right now, I mean, let's just throw out it. Let's, let's just say rates are at 7%. Okay. Okay. But you're offering thirty to 50000 more. Right. Now, two years from now, maybe it's three years, maybe it's five years from now, you're still going to owe th- th- Thirty to fifty thousand more right. because you're not dropping principal that quick. No, right? No, but the payment can be lower by hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yes, with the refinance when Into the rates maybe rate. right if they drop to let's say they drop to five. Right. So if you have, I mean, interest rates go through cycles historically. And we can throw out a whole bunch of stats and figures, but I think the concept is is clear. Interest rates go through cycles where they go up and down. 
Right. Same with house values. Right. Right. And so entering the housing market on that purchase, okay, that is so key to making the rest of the numbers work. Yeah. And so when you look at buying at a higher interest rate compared to COVID times, Ooh, right? Yes. COVID times were extremely low interest rate, uh, you know, era yeah. uh, for a couple of years that it's really kind of almost unfair to compare to. Yeah. And, but that's what we're dealing with. That's right what now, we're right? dealing with because that's our recent past. And yeah. So that's what's ever been in everybody's minds. That's their challenge is that's that they the think the rates are going to come back down there. Yeah. I can. It, uh, yeah. The likelihood is not, not high for that to happen, but it, right. it is high for them to come through a cycle where they come down Absolutely. from what they're currently at. So like when I started lending, I was lending on first mortgages in the eights. And that is considered sevens and eights are average. Yeah. Okay. Second mortgages were up to 12%. And, you know, that's that's when I entered. And people were freaking out trying to get that lower rate because they were <laughs> 18%. Yeah. And so people were just thrilled with their 8% rate. I remember my my parents, when they purchased their first home in Marysville, Washington, I think my dad said that the rate was like 14 or 15% yeah. back then. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And when I was writing loans, I was writing them at 10, 11%. Yeah. And then we did see a cycle where, remember when they were dropping down to five? I think we got to four yeah. at one time and yes. we were like, whoa. And that happened for about an hour. <laughs> and then they went back up to five, six, and seven. Mm -hmm. So- Rates will fluctuate. Yes. They will. You can always refinance. So let's talk about, we talked about the purchase. Yes. That's the that's starting point. Okay. And the interest rate is temporary. Right. Okay. It's, it's you know, a really good idea to look at a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. So you almost create like a ceiling as far as your payment. Yeah. Think of it that way. So if you're buying in a higher interest rate environment and a period and you enter at a purchase price at value mm -hmm. and the payment is higher than you want, but you still can afford it, that's very that's key. key to make sure. Yeah. And then just know that you're setting the worst case scenario for your monthly payment as far as how high it will go. And then when the interest rates come down, you redo that mortgage and we call it a refinance into whatever that lower rate is. I like to time it also then uh, to time lower rates with removing PMI. Yes. Um, if you have it. So, yes. so, so sometimes you want to be a little patient mm -hmm. and you're going to explain strategic. What that, explain what that means. Yeah. So PMI is temporary insurance, mortgage insurance. Yes. That if you have less than 20% down payment, then you're going to be paying this temporary insurance to ensure that the lender uh, gets paid if you don't pay them back. So if you unfortunately have something go on in your life where you can't pay the mortgage company back for the loan, then they have to retake that that home back. It's a higher it's a higher risk to them. It, it is. It's yeah. a higher risk. So they have this 
temporary insurance, mortgage insurance. Yeah, it doesn't required. protect you. It protects the lender. It protects them, but allows you to get in and Absolutely. start building equity. And so we're going to talk about that in just a second. But once you do have that equity built up, then you can look at removing the PMI and or that's mortgage only insurance. For what type of financing? Because well, you can you can be in any type of loan and refinance into a conventional type of loan once you have more okay. equity built up to remove the PMI. Yes, and if you're timing it, here's the co- here's the topic we're talking about. If you time it when interest rates are lower than what your current interest rate is, mm-hmm. bam, you have huge monthly savings. Bam. <laughs> Bam. That's the magic right there. When I tell sometimes when I tell people how much they save per month, they almost start crying. Yeah. They're, are you serious? This because this could change our lives on, you know, just living everyday I mean, living. Yeah. Mortgage insurance could be 400. So, I mean, yeah, I don't it ranges know. hugely just, yeah. depending on the loan amount and how much down payment you started with. But it is definitely something to consider. So let's talk about that purchase. Sometimes people are like, I'm, I really want to buy now, but the rates are too high. We talked about the purchase. We talked about rates. You can refinance when they go through another cycle that's lower. But let's talk about building equity during that period. Yes. So I just did a mortgage review with some clients who just bought two years ago. Okay. Happy anniversary to them. And uh, they... We're super excited when I told them how much their home was worth now compared to what they purchased it at two years ago. Okay. I did the math. I took the amount of equity that they have earned in their home, which is the difference between the value and how much they owe on their loan. And I divided it by 24 months. That's two years. They would have had to save $2,800 a month. Oh my god! To equal how much they've earned in equity in two years. And- the Who, average consumer yeah, d- doesn't can't do that. can't do that. Exactly. Right? So, you so when have, people talk about, I'm going to save money, it's not only just interest rate. I think I'm just going to save some money while I'm waiting for the rates to drop. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, and that's always a good right? idea. Yes. But you can't typically save as much as you can earn yeah. in equity. So, so if you can bite the bullet. Yes. Bite the bullet. And create that ceiling as far as, you know, the highest your mortgage payment would be now. And then watch the interest rates. Work with a really good loan officer who does mortgage reviews, who checks in with you, can look at those refinance opportunities and see when it makes sense for you. Because if you don't get your foot in the door, you don't have that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just continually waiting and waiting and... And missing out, and missing You're out on the sidelines. Yeah. So I mean, these instead are, of playing ball. Yeah. yeah. And and these are just some of the the reasons that we've seen over the many years um, in this industry, and we think that they're very important to remember and keep in mind. But I really think it's always important to know when it's the right time for you personally. Oh gosh, absolutely. So when people do ask that, we can talk about what's happening in the market and why you maybe shouldn't wait, but the right time to buy, you'll hear Amy and I say this so many times, is when you're ready. Yes, That's when it's the right time. I have sellers that ask me the same thing. When is it the right time to sell? It's when you're ready to sell. Yep. 
Life changes over time. And that's that's what creates homeowners and new homeowners and sellers. Absolutely. Yep. Life changes. So and as, it's always gonna happen. Absolutely. You can guarantee that right. it will always you, change. Somebody's gonna change their job. Somebody's gonna get married. Somebody's gonna start having babies. Somebody wants to downsize. Some some someone unfortunately is divorcing. There's or, so yes. So many different yes. things. Life different changes. Factors. Yes. And so, you know, we're talking about the reasons to buy now versus waiting, but you have something exciting. I do. Yes. I do. Um, you know, for people who do buy now, there are some mortgage companies like mine, Evergreen Home Loans. We call it a buyer booster program where if somebody buys now, we know they're going to refinance when the rates come down. That's right. And we want to help them with that. We want to set them up for success to start building equity now to then benefit later once that, you know, interest rate point drops down. Mm -hmm. So we're offering a discount on their refinance closing costs. Oh, yes. So it's really exciting. And because there is a cost. Yes, there's always a cost to refinance. If if your mortgage company ever tells you there's no cost, they're building it into the rate, they're building (laughs) it into the rate, or they take it out of your equity. Oh, there you go. And they are liars, hands (laughs) on fires. It's actually against a law for them to state that. But that's a whole other podcast. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that predatory stuff some other time. Yes. So yes, there are ways that you can benefit from buying now versus waiting. Hopefully this information is helpful for you guys. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I think, I think that we have gone over it. Yeah. No, now I would just start, which, you know, I do a lot of times is just reiterating what I've said. I say it over (laughs) and over and over again. Um, And I'm excited that we talked about um, the program that you have with Evergreen. I think that's a really great opportunity. So it helps you with another reason to why, why would you wait? Because you're going to refinance and here's a really good bonus. Yeah. Yes. for, For that. So Exactly. Yeah. So if you, I, I just feel like if anybody wants more information, if they're Absolutely. wanting to buy or, or buy in uh, Washington state, then reach out, reach out Let to us. us. Yeah. And we could talk more about this because we could talk about this forever. Forever. Yeah. But everybody's circumstances are different, like we mentioned. So sometimes it's more of a private conversation. Right. And you want to pick a brain of a professional or two. Yeah. And you know, and if you're wanting to buy in a different state and you just come across our podcast, we can probably refer you to someone that can oh, help absolutely. you in state. Yeah. We're licensed in many states, but you know, this information and, and the examples we're using is, is from here, but they do apply across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then because we call this podcast, Cheers to Homeownership, we are always, you know, looking for inspiration. Yeah. On what we should toast to homeownership in our drink when we're cheersing. Um, Kathleen's a, a wine drinker. I'm very limited. I'm such a whiner. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She She's very knowledgeable as far as wines. I am not. <laughs> I And I have a sweet palate. Um, so there's not a lot of wine options for me. So if you were cheersing though, what would your cheers be? Oh, I really like Moscow Mules Yum. with Bundaberg ginger beer. Okay. I'm picky on the ginger beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, because some of them have a lot of ginger 
and a big bite to it. Yeah. yeah. And I like it smoother. Okay. Okay. And How then, about you? Yeah. And then because I am a whiny person, <laughs> no, just because I do have a love for wine, Chelan County did that to me. Yeah. Um, I am drinking a white tonight. Yes. Awesome. And I love um, anything Sauv Blanc. Okay. Saw Blanc. Okay. Yeah. That's that's your jam. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, we hope this information was helpful for you guys on deciding whether or not buying now versus waiting is right for you. We have future podcasts coming up. Yes. Yes. So stay, stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned. And, and cheers to homeownership. Cheers, guys. <laughs>